You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 33. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back team. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast. This is a podcast designed to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information. I always want to provide you with little tidbits and ways to be fit and healthy that you can do for a lifetime. So I don't believe in fad diets. I don't believe in detoxes, buying shakes. The only thing I believe in is living a healthy lifestyle. So that's what I'm going to bring to you each and every week in the Earn That Body podcast. This week, we're going to talk about comfort food and comfort eating. So it's funny because I actually chose this topic for this week, uh, weeks and weeks ago, but it happened to fall at a very good time. I'm not sure when you'll listen to this podcast, but we just found out yesterday who our next president will be. It was a very stressful day for many people around our country. And what I'm hearing a lot of people say, and many clients of mine as well, is, oh, it was a horrible day for me, so I was just eating continuously, and you know, it's just the way it was. I had a bad day, so I turned to food. Very common. This is something that happens all the time for a lot of people, and, and they call it comfort eating and comfort food. And I think it's kind of funny. Is there's no blanket wrapped up around this food. You know, I don't know why people think that food is so comforting, but I can tell you where I think that it actually started from. So the first thing I want to talk about is when I find most clients and most people turn to comfort foods, usually from stress, like that of the election, Uh, any kind of emotional issues that you have going on, something that peaks an emotion. It could be sadness or happiness, but intense emotions can cause you to want to eat comfort foods. For a woman, it could be that time of the month, which is also kind of stressful, right? Super busy times, people turn to comfort foods. So if work is really busy, maybe it's not even stressful, but it's super busy and you just don't even have a, you know, a moment to look up, then often you might turn to comfort food to get you through it. During periods of sadness and grief, it is very common as well. So these are the kind of things that trigger people to reach out for comfort foods. And comfort food is something that most people gravitate towards during those stressful times. And unfortunately, the type of foods that people are choosing are usually very high in carbohydrates and sweets. That's usually what you're gonna reach for to lift your spirits. Unfortunately, that lift in spirits is very temporary and the comfort food will never solve the issues at hand. And generally, it will make you feel worse in the end. I like to say that out loud and I like to remind my clients of that because I'm hoping that the next time you reach for comfort food, you're gonna remember that the next day or possibly just after you finish that comfort meal, you might actually feel a lot worse. So it will not resolve your problem. Now, where do these comfort foods come from? Most people relate theirs to something they ate when they were children. It's kind of interesting, right? But you look back and you think about that time that your mom took you for an ice cream cone because you had a bad day at school, right? 
Or maybe your parents drove you to the donut shop after you lost a sports game because they wanted to put a smile on your face. Well, those yummy delights might actually be what you're drawn to when you're feeling low as an adult because it's almost like you were taught that as a child that these things will lift your spirit. Unfortunately, again, it won't. So I do caution parents uh, as you're raising your little ones. We'll talk about that in a moment, but how to handle these situations. The best thing that you can do if you're someone who depends on those comfort foods is to try to swap it for something else. So instead of reaching for that donut, even though you know it's going to taste good for that one second, I want you to consciously think about what other things you might be able to swap it for. Now, one of the best things I recommend, I call it a comfort workout. Instead of looking to food to make you feel better, I can almost always assure you that a workout actually will make you feel better. So if you have that ability where you can put work down or put stress aside or put family on hold. Maybe you can ask your husband or your partner, hey, I need you to watch the kids for an hour because I need to go get a run in or whatever that workout might be for you. It might be yoga, a cycle class, but that comfort workout will actually make you feel better and you are less likely to grab the comfort food if you first go for that workout. Another thing you might swap the food for is just a, a cup of tea. And one of the things in my program that I have my clients do is prepare for these emotional times when you want to grab comfort food. And so I have them actually go buy a tea in the market that sounds soothing to them. And I only want them to use this tea during those stressful times. So it's sort of like your special tea that you have hidden in your cabinet. It is for you only. And it is specifically for these times of stress. So then you start to remember, oh, I'm feeling stressed. Oh, I have that tea. I bought this tea. I specifically wanted it for these times. And if you'll make that hot cup of tea, if you'll sit with it, if you'll take a moment to breathe, drink the tea, you might feel better and you might not grab that comfort food. Another thing that I've had some clients tell me is they actually like to have some magazines on hand, sort of like the tea, but they buy special magazines and they put them away just for those times they need to sort of mentally escape. So again, if a magazine is going to do it for you instead of comfort food, get a few magazines, put them away for these times when you need it. And then something that really works for me when I'm really stressed out, just taking a walk outside in nature There's something about the trees, the sky, the clouds, the fresh air that always makes me feel better. And no matter how stressful a time it might be, I always look at a tree and think, well, this tree is still going to be standing tomorrow. I don't have to worry so much. You know, we live in an incredible world and incredible environment, most of us, thank goodness. And it's sometimes just that walk in nature that can relax me so that I don't have to go for that quick fix of comfort food. So those are some things that you can start to swap out. And I think that it's important to have them ready for these times you're gonna need them. So don't wait until you're stressed out and think, oh, what did Kim Eagle say I should do? Oh, I don't have that tea, I don't have the magazine. Make a little effort this weekend and go get a couple things that might help you through a stressful time. Let's face it, we all know a stressful time is coming. It's just a part of your life. Stress is normal, things will come up. And so if you have a plan, that is always going to work the best. Now, if you are a parent, This is the time to work with your children so that they don't fall into the comfort food 
habits that perhaps we have. Now, I'm not faulting any parents from our generation. I'm not faulting my parents. Quite honestly, I don't recall my parents doing that very often, which is maybe why I don't have a comfort food issue. Uh, But I want you to be real cognizant, if you are a parent, of what do you do for your child right now when they have a bad day, when they're feeling down? Do you use treats to cheer them up? Because that's sort of setting them up for a lifetime of difficulty whenever they do have some stress in their life. So when my son has a bad day, I don't offer him sweets to make him feel better. And I'm very conscious about it because sometimes it seems like such an easy thing to do. Like you just kind of want to say, honey, do you want to go grab an ice cream cone? You sort of want to make them feel happy as quickly as possible. And you know that ice cream will. But you have to really hold back on doing that. So when my son used to have a bad day when he was younger, you know, he didn't win that baseball game, things like that, and he was feeling blue, I would take him to the bookstore and say, hey, let's go pick out a new book. Because he was at an age when he loved going to the bookstore and picking out a new book. So that's a really great thing that you can offer a child. Reading is the best thing of all time. So if they enjoy reading, that's awesome. Whatever it is that they're into, if you could bring that into their life when they're having a bad day instead of anything that has to do with food, that would be ideal. So really take a moment to think of something you can do for your child that next time instead of buying them food and think about it now. Don't wait, you know, sort of plan ahead. Your child is going to have a bad day. What can you offer them? Or perhaps you even have a little stock up of little presents or something where it's like they can pick from this pile, you know, and it might be books, it might be a toy, whatever it might be to cheer them up that has absolutely nothing to do with food. And I think if you make that conscious effort, you are really setting your kids up for a great life without relying on those sweets to cheer them up and make them feel better. So it was the election this week. Many people were happy that Trump was elected president. Many people were not happy. It was very stressful for children because parents were upset and it was stressful for parents because we don't know what's happening. And so I can tell you that my first reaction when I found out who won for president, and just so you know, I was with her, so I wasn't exactly pleased. My first reaction was, well, for one, how was I going to tell my son? Because he was sort of thinking and hoping that Hillary would win as well. And it's not that he's a sensitive child and that I was oh so concerned, but you know, anytime there's stress, we worry about our child and how they're going to react to it. The first thing that I wanted to do in that day to make him and myself feel better was cook. So yes, I wanted to do something that had to do with food, but it had nothing to do with comfort food. I wanted to make a really healthy dinner for my child and myself that night. I wanted to do something that was healthy for us because eating healthy always makes me feel better. And I know it makes my son feel better too. It's sort of like working out. Very rarely do I eat something healthy and think, man, I wish I ate something unhealthy. You know, I I feel better when I eat healthy. So when I'm under stress, I look ahead and think to myself, what's going to make me feel better? And for me and my son that night, it was cooking a very healthy dinner. It actually was from that new Skinny Taste cookbook, which I'm a huge fan of right now, and it was their dumpling chicken soup. 
That to me was comfort food, meaning it was not unhealthy. It was not sweet. It was not about indulging in something that was going to be a quick fix, but more it was warm and it sort of soothed the belly. And that was the best comfort I could offer to my child since he had a long day at school and he couldn't go for a workout. And he's a little older now, so I can't say, let's go buy a book. But just bringing something healthy into his day was really fantastic. And we both felt fine and we both moved on. And I think that we handled the stress in the best way possible. So something to think about the next time that you think you need to reach out for something unhealthy or the next time you think you need to hand your child something unhealthy to try to put a smile on your face or theirs, really think about what you're doing and the habits that you're creating because it's all about habit. And if you keep reaching for that soothing tea every time you're stressed, it's going to work out better for you. If you keep reaching for the bottle of alcohol or the bottle of wine, let me tell you this, your kids see you. So if every time you come home and you're stressed and you go right to that bottle of wine, your child probably will too one day. They are watching. And so I didn't bring up alcohol, but alcohol is definitely another comfort type thing that people go to every night. Every night, if you feel the need to drink alcohol, you have to ask yourself, is it because you're stressed? Do you think that this is going to make you feel better? It's going to take some tension away. Is there a better way that you could do that? So I'm really big and I'm really sort of, I'm very into the fact that the kids are watching and the kids are watching every time you pick up a glass of wine. So doesn't matter if it's picking up a sweet, a glass of wine or what it is. If you're a parent, just know they're watching and teach them how to handle stress as well. Because that workout, even for your child, is going to be an amazing solution. So that's it for today. Comfort food or a comfort workout, which one are you going to choose the next time you come across some stress? And just so you know, I have a fantastic podcast next week. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, and I'm going to give you some tips and help so that you do not gain 5 to 10 pounds over Thanksgiving weekend. Have a fantastic, happy, and super healthy week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope. 